What is going on, you guys? Welcome to the Radio City Podcast. This is your host, Christopher Zamora. Welcome to the show. So today, I want to speak to you about the movie called Silence of the Lamps. I finally saw this movie. <laughs> yep, I finally saw it. The first time I tried to watch it, it was like very late at night. And it's a movie that you need to pay attention this is not how you say like a chucky movie or something like that it's a movie that you need to pay attention and you have to keep track of what the characters are saying so this movie is about a a rookie she's a a trainee for the fbi she's still studying to become a fbi agent her name is clarice she was assigned on a case to find this murder guy his name is buffalo bill that's why they call him he's a person that is actually killing women and he's skinning them and wearing their skin it's just crazy man you are able to see that he was wearing the skin on that movie from the ladies but anyways the thing is, she had to work side by side with this doctor. And this doctor, his name is Dr. Hannibal Lecter. This guy is a very intelligent man. He's almost like Norman Bates in a way. And also Jigsaw in a way as well. He just uses his words against you. He's not really like a very violent person well it seems like that at first if you seen the clip when clarice first meets the doctor you also get to see prisoners beforehand like before she actually met dr hannibal Lecter. the first prisoner he was very calm but he was still looking very creepy then the second one he got even more crazier like he wanted to do something very bad to Clarice. And then once she got to Hannibal Lecter, he was very calmed. And he was just looking at her, just waiting for her. I think that just signifies that the prisoners, they just got even more crazier as farther as she went to in the prison. And Dr. Hannibal Lecter, he was the very last one. On that room, he ate like all his patients. He ate the people that supposedly he killed. He leave no evidence. And the thing is, Clarice had to work with this guy. And he's very creepy, man. He's just an insane person. He looked like a very calm person, but no. Deep inside, he's a monster. He will eat you alive. <laughs> That's the thing. And so she had to work with him to try to find Buffalo Bill. But the thing is, she also had to tell him like personal things because that was like his, I guess, his agreement with her. They were supposed to find Buffalo Bill, but in exchange, she had to tell him things about her personal life. And that's when... Uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, he tried to use these things against her 
to try to make her scared. And it somewhat did work because she was kind of getting impatient with him. Like once they were out of the prison, like they transferred him to a, a different facility. She went to go visit him to speak about where the girl could be hiding and where Buffalo Bill's next victim was. And the thing is, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, man, he just does this thing. He's a very intelligent man and just tries to make things even worse, I guess, for Clarice. When she mentioned the thing about the lamps, he somewhat used that against her. When she was younger, the lamps, she heard them screaming and like she wanted to save them. Because supposedly when she was younger, she saw somebody like hitting them or just hurting the lamps. And she wanted to save at least one of them. In this story, the lamps, they represent uh, the victims. And so the thing is, this movie is called Silence of the Lamps. And the emphasis on that is basically saying that what if the victims just die? That's what silence of the lambs mean. If you don't hear anything anymore, they're dead already. So I'm guessing the screaming part is that they need help. That's like the, I'm guessing the symbolism for that. And the good thing is that she was able to find Buffalo Bill. Now this other guy, he was somewhat insane. Kind of the same way like Hannibal Lecter. But he was, like, more emotional. He was, like, more thoughtful, like, like there. He skins people and skins women. He skins them and just wears their skin. It's just crazy. You also get to see one scene that he was wearing the skin of a lady. Yeah crazy movie crazy movie but i had to say that this movie it's not bad i do give this movie probably um i have to give it a seven out of ten a solid seven out of ten it's just a movie that you need to pay attention and it's not a like it's not like an action movie all the time you need to pay attention or else you're gonna get lost the cool part about this movie is that it is the only horror movie that has been nominated for an Oscar. And it has won a Best Picture award for an Oscar. That is the only horror film ever that has won that trophy. No other horror movie has been nominated and has also won that award for the best picture for an Oscar. And that's a huge deal. Basically, if you win an Oscar, you're known to the world. And it's just something that people will remember you by. Jodie Foster, that's probably her main role that she is well known on. And also, the actor who plays as... Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Those are like their main roles in their career. But that's not the only film that has been nominated for an Oscar. 
it is the only one that has one one but uh let me tell you the other ones that have been nominated there's the exorcist that one came out of like in the early 1970s jaws as well has been nominated that's probably one of steven spielberg's first hit films he then made a few films before jaws but jaws was the one that put him on the map i guess jaws he came on the 70s as well and right here the silence of the lamps is there the sixth sense black swan haven't seen the movie in a while i know it's about a ballerina and there's like a play that they do and she somehow transforms into the the swan and she gets possessed i guess or obsessed i'm not really sure i have to revisit that movie though and the i guess in the most recent one that was nominated for best picture was the movie in get out i believe it, they came out in 2017 i've seen the movie twice since they came out i still kind of enjoy more of the movie us jordan pill is one of the new upcoming horror directors and he's doing a good job with his takes in horror my favorite of his like i said is the movie us get out was okay and i did not really enjoy the movie nope he just wasn't my type of movie i feel like eh, just whatever it could have been way better to be honest but yeah man the silence of the lamps is the only movie that has been nominated for a horror movie for best picture and has won it as well that's an achievement man when are we gonna see another huge horror movie that will be nominated for best picture again it's gonna be a long time or maybe it could be next year we don't know man but as of right now, the most latest one that has been nominated from this list was the movie Get Out. So we will see in the future. And now, guys, now let's switch gears. I want to speak to you about the movie Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, man. It's a good movie. I had to say, man, this is a really great movie. I did enjoy it, and I got to give it a, a 9 out of 10. It showed a good representation of the Hispanic culture in America and the hero of Blue Beetle. The character of Jaime Reyes is a great addition for the DCU. He's basically the very first character that they're introducing to the new DCU for James Gunn's universe. This movie had heart, man. This movie, I had to say, had a, a good amount of dialogue and a good balance of action scenes as well. The family dynamic that Jaime Reyes had with his family, I loved it, man. It kind of reminded me of my family. Since I am Hispanic, it seems like I was like just looking at 
myself in <laughs> the movie man it's just so crazy it kind of remind me of how it is for hispanic family just being on the big screen it's so cool just to see this i had to take my mom to go see it and also my little sister as well we did enjoy the movie man it was a very fun movie i will probably watch it again very soon probably the suit for jaime reyes the scarab i think that's what they call it it's just a very awesome suit he can basically make any weapon he wants and the the thing that talks to him is like a jarvis but like the female version she speaks to jaime and she makes the weapons it's cool man it's a very awesome movie and like i said i do have to give it a nine out of ten there's like maybe an issue that many people might have with superhero movies and i'll just let you know people do believe that maybe these movies are getting repetitive and that there's really not much going on and people are bored of it i do somewhat agree but it is kind of hard to make a sequel for an established character or for a new character like blue beetle for example i did enjoy the movie of shazam the very first one i have to say it is a good movie but the second one i don't know what happened man it just went the other way around it just seemed like they didn't even try with this movie the dialogue for the movie it was weird the jokes as well it, it wasn't really that funny i did not really enjoy that movie at all the first one was the best one in my opinion and i don't know how to feel for a second movie for blue beetle Another example I can tell you is the movie Ant-Man. The first movie of Ant-Man was actually pretty good as well. But the second one, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, it was very forgettable. I didn't even remember what happened on that movie. And the Quantumania one, it was just a movie that was just setting up for a new major character. And there really wasn't much story to tell for Ant-Man. And that's what makes things worse for superhero movies. If they try to make sequels for a character, it needs to do something with that character. You cannot just lead audiences to do like something bigger. Like, first, you got to focus on the main character. Make their story good. Tell a very good story for the character. But then you have the ending credits. That's when you can actually explore what you want for the next film. And that was the issue with Quantumania. Hopefully that doesn't really happen for the next Blue Beetle movie. I do believe that they are going to make a second one. But I do not know how they're going to do it. I loved the first movie. I don't know how the sequel is going to do, man. And hopefully, 
hopefully man it just it gets the revenue it deserves because the the film that came out before blue beetle was the flash and you guys already know or maybe might have heard about the main actor ezra miller i'm not really gonna go in depth with this situation but you guys can search it up it's not very good for him See, look, I'm going to show you, I saved this tweet. I was about to say Twitter. They, yeah, they call it X now. It's not Twitter anymore. See, look, this tweet right here, it says, The Flash ends its theatrical run with $268 million worldwide. And the budget for the movie, it was $220 million. It really didn't do so well that really isn't enough money to make another movie for the flash because of what ezra miller did ezra miller is he just really messed up the movie for everybody that was into the character and i have to say the movie was actually pretty good i did enjoy it but i i can't agree with the people that they go against what he said and did. Yeah, like, I do agree that he should not have never done those things. And that's what dropped the hype for the movie. Yeah, man, it's just insane how a person, he j can just mess up a huge movie for everybody. For the things that he did behind the scenes. And that's what happened with The Flash. You can't do anything about that. Just hopefully the guy, he just learns better. He just gets help. And the last thing I want to talk to you guys is about an upcoming UFC fight. It is going to come out tonight on Saturday. I usually do record my podcast on Saturdays. But by the time you're listening to this podcast, you will already know who won the fight. It's the fight between Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. I do believe that Aljamain Sterling is going to take the win. He just seems like he's just more focused. When he fought Henry Cejudo, I really thought that Henry Cejudo was going to win because this guy is very active and like he just goes forward always. But Aljamain Sterling, he put him... On his place he actually did stuff to him and he henry Cejudo did not know what to do with him so that is why i do believe that aljamain sterling is gonna win against sean o'malley i actually did see sean o'malley the first time when he fought this guy named uh chris motinio he's like a guy who had like green hair Sean O'Malley seems like he did have a chance. Like, he seems like he could be a superstar. But I do believe that Aljamain Sterling, he's just too good, man. He's going to retain, <laughs> I do believe. I'm guessing he's going to win by decision. I would be surprised if he goes to split decision. But I do believe that Aljamain Sterling is going to take the win. It's probably going to be a huge upset because Sean O'Malley, 
He's one of the hype trains for the UFC right now. And we will see, man. Maybe I could be wrong, but to be honest, yeah, Aljamain Sterling is going to take the win. We will see. And yeah, guys, that is it for this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy this podcast, guys, make sure to follow it on wherever it is you're listening to it. If you're listening to it on YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, make sure to follow it. And also recommend it to a friend or neighbor that actually likes listening to horror stuff, combat sports, or anything pop culture related. Maybe they will enjoy this podcast as much as you do listening to it. And that is it, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you and take care. Bye.